What's good, y'all? It's your boy Ish. Thanks for tuning in to my little podcast. Just wanted to make a little clarification as the news source I was using was misreporting Jake Blake's name as James. So you'll hear us refer to it as James Blake, but again, we apologize. It's Jake Blake. Prayers to him and his family. Thanks for tuning in to my little podcast. episode of my little podcast it's your boy itch kb what up with it not shit man so what what's up man you've been getting that bike ride in you still bullshitting i've been bullshitting i ain't gonna lie to you school back in session so i'm helping uh i'm helping uh my mom out with uh with her school virtual classroom videos so i did that yesterday what's yesterday tuesday yeah i did monday and tuesday but now yeah so um yep so starting either tonight depending or definitely tomorrow i'm definitely hitting that road i'm hitting the road jack i'm coming back but i'm still hitting that road we making it happen i'm about to come take your bike off the back of your car nigga it ain't on the back no more man i put it in the house damn this nigga been bullshitting so much he had to dip oh no i just put it in the house every night yeah i don't uh I don't want it to get rusty or nothing. So, like, when I get, if it rains or something, I wipe it down real quick, bring it in the house. But yeah, I don't, shoot, I put too much into it. I, I invested too much for it to go down quick. But nah, yeah. man, shoot, we got to get, we got to get us a ride in, man. Even if we got a, um, nigga, I ain't a, got no bike. Bro, I was about to say, even if we got to hit a river skate and just rent one or something, I don't know how much they cost. Or if we know somebody that might have one. Hey, if oh, any man. of y'all got a I'm bike y'all ain't using like one. that, hit us up. Or at right. least if you got a good rate, talk to us. I ain't talking about no motherfucking Huffy either, nigga. I need a bike bike that I can Shoot. do some, get some miles in. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, when, I hit a, when I hit a ride, it's I, I got to at least get 13 in. That's also my at max, too, but that's my at least. Yeah, at the yeah. 13, I'd be like, shoot. Like, because usually by that point, I'm pretty much at my destination because I know, um, like, if I'm halfway, you know, what, 13, so like 16.5 or something, you know, I know when I got to start turning around and heading back, or I know my trail's good enough to where I know how to get a good little bit in. Um, I've went past 13, and I've been under 13 as well, but mostly, yeah, I hit 13 as my average. I, I try to do that. Mm-hmm. I just feel good, but um, shoot, I don't know. Uh, so I mean, on the fitness side, I've been doing all right. Like food and everything, like eating wise, I've been doing good. What's been my bullshit is these weak ass energy drinks. Uh, because of you know, bro, my coworkers be drinking them, bro, and I be like, dang, I be thirsty and I be Tell tired. I'm bring you a water, nigga. Yeah, but water don't taste like. Like energetic juice, you know what I'm saying? So, but it don't even work. I know, yeah, it don't, man. It don't, but um, but the coffee work in the morning, then after that, I'd be like, man, I need to taste something, I need to just give me some Gatorade or something, or just some juice, juice, like some like natural type juice. Bring a case of water, nigga, and put that shit in at your job. 
<laughs> Bro, I'm trying to use every excuse not to get water, but you're right, 100%. And we got water, a water nigga, thing where excuse, all I do is got to fill my thing. I just got to fill it up at the water fountain. But I, sometimes I just be needing a taste. I need... I'm probably I'm a, I'm a tra- I gotta transition back to water. Usually when I do that, I either just cold turkey this straight back in the water. Transition back to water. Yeah, or I'll get mio and I throw a little bit in there and then slowly like stop using it, and then I'll be smooth for a while. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Shoot, I, I get to drinking that coffee. Um, next thing you know, I'll be like, boy, I'll be looking to the right of me like, damn, that energy drink look good. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll be like, man, they only two for four dollars. But shoot, do the math. That ain't cheap. But I only drink one a day. If I mean, I mean, like, if I were to take one to work, I would only drink one. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, I'm not gonna say I don't do it often because I have been doing it frequent lately. And I stopped for three days, and I went right back to another energy drink today. As you see, earlier I took a quick sip of. So yep, yeah, I'm gonna quit BSing. I don't care yeah, how I'll much just they let is. you get your three minutes of excuses in, nigga. Yeah, but nah, but basically, uh, nah, I did hit. Uh, I I cop some cleats, man. I got me some cheap cleats over at uh Burlington, boy. Sixteen dollars. That's the cheapest I've seen them at Burlington, um, and or in my size and all. You know what I'm saying? But man, got to hitting some ladder drills with one of our uh with one of our brothers, uh brother uh brother Curtis, brother Fahim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we was out there getting it in, man. He said, shoot, all, we, we got to all pull up. Um, of course, it was social distant. You know, he do his. Then I do mine after. Um, but, you know, shoot. Um, you know, just shoot. You just got to stay your distance and keep it safe. But we enjoyed ourselves. I, I was expecting it to, like, kill me. And we actually had a good little uh, workout. And we also just talked. To, you know, we just bonded on, like, dope music selections and um shoot just kind of sharing sharing uh i'm just sharing stories for us is dope man just brotherhood in general um it was dope or fellowshipping no nah, my shit definitely like <clears throat> and we going saturday my, shit, my like bad eight or nine i'm up That's, there man i've been on it yeah so I ain't say nothing, but I guess I'll say it now since the nigga did make a little bit of progress. So yes, before sir. I did that motherfucking, uh, that juice plant shit, nigga, I was the highest I've ever been in my life. Nigga, I was 301. Mm. So then I did the juice cleanse. That shit was over. I was uh, 291 after them three days. Mm. And then That's since dope. then, I checked uh, Sunday. And I was two eighty three. Keep so, doing yeah, I'm that, to, man. I'm trying to hit like I ain't. I'm trying to hit two fifty by October, man. Bro, that's easy, bro. It's easy. The only thing that's hard is consistency. Like when I, I tell that, you, I ordered some more. No, shit. I mean, I, got, I mean consistency. Uh, like consistent once you hit bands. that two fifty, like oh yeah, once I hit the two fifty is just October, bro. I'm trying to be shit by the time the winter over. I'm trying to be as close to 200 as I can before I look stupid. Bro, I went from, I, I'll be honest, bro. I went, I did, this was CrossFit, and this is also, like, paleo diet back in the day. Um, right before I came to Race Day, I went from 285 to 232 in, like, three months. And, yeah, that was fast. Um, what ended up happening in that situation, I mean, here go excuse box again. But, um, but nah, man, it's just, shoot, doing something, like, 
it like that eating that eating ritual like how, what you what you consume i'm telling you like i feel like i've maintained plus you know slowly you know declining even when i don't do nothing just off of eating alone eating the right thing so i'm realizing like people always say that 80 20 80 percent is your diet like it ain't you can't make it your diet it's gotta be your lifestyle now so um bro that's super exciting man like i wish i wish i could say i i was 301 and now you know what i'm saying like bro that's major that's major i ain't been under 300 since 2016 now i ain't been over you know what i'm saying like i'm in the you know i'm in the low lower mid threes but it's still not where i want to be right now so where you at bro that's beautiful that's beautiful bro i can't even say nothing but i'm proud of you man that's dope and then you just keep it on up yeah like, yeah, I just got back from work. I actually, that's why I got this hot ass shit on. But boy, that yeah, thing looks like it reeking. Boy, just when I seen, nah, I'm talking. When I seen motherfucking three on that thing, nigga, it, I said, it wake you got me fucked up. I tell you where I was when I saw three for the first time. I was at Seasons House, and I just happened to stand on the scale, and I was like, bro, how did I'm three oh one with clothes on? Hell nah. I, I from that day on, I said, bro, I'm gonna get to working now because this don't this look weak. I started hitting them sit ups, bro. I got back to 250, not 232, but that was just me. I could, you know, I just had to keep pushing. Um, but now, excuses out the window, bro. This our year still, and it's just gonna get better, man. That's super dope. Um, yeah, I'm getting it in. I bought uh, ever since. Cause you know me and Bailey work at the same job, so his yep. uh, so he be getting in there. I need to ask him where he been working out now. I seen him post a workout video the other day, but um, I since all my stuff is still locked in there, I just cop some new stuff. So I just cop the jump rope. I just cop these resistance bands. You said that Meyer was outside Walmart? today. I got the jump rope from Meyer, okay. and then I cop the resistance bands off Amazon for like. Ten fifteen dollars, and they go up to fifty rope. pounds. So I've been getting it in, but yeah, that jumping fifty pounds. Rich. Also, like you can like lay on it and do like bench press and stuff, or that's yeah, dope. like you can lay back and if you like have something you could lay back on, you could use it as as like weights for real. And I just been doing the just like hello reps. Like I did like four set to like twenty five on a midget or something. Mm. Just anything. I'm just trying to lean out for real. Yeah. I'll put on muscle if I need to, but I just want to lean out. Nigga, get sharp out this bitch. Get cut up out this bitch. Call it a day. Get new jeans out this bitch. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm not looking forward to is my jeans, man. I already only. I mean, I don't. I do got low key got a lot of pair of jeans, but. I don't know. But even like when I was like smaller, like once we got offline, basically, I was still like a 36 back then. I'm only like a 40 now, but. Ah, so you still in there. I'm going to be salty, though, when I do have to get some new pants because I hate hate buying shit. So, but I don't know, you know. Boy, I'm telling you. Yo, that'd be the most celebratory moment, man. Um, take pictures, take pictures, bro. Like, 
um I'll, I'll take pictures but also a, like keep a scale on like bro like my adp told me once upon a time bro if you just stand on the scale once a day you'll know if you're going up or down and think about a daily thing you may go up a couple little ounces or maybe a couple pounds depending on what time of day and what you ate and whatever but you learn hmm, what did i do that day i ain't did shit i ate bullshit ah okay i gained five pounds i get it or you know three pounds whatever the case is yeah every day just do something man something i don't yep. care if it's just a walk i'm about to up my walk to probably like Maybe two and a half, maybe three miles a day at least. I'm about to just up it and call it a day. Like fuck it, bro. That's uh, lit. Niggas been getting it in, man. I don't know. What this going up the hill from your crib? Nah, just walking. Period. I just walk wherever. Either I just walk straight from my house, or I've been working out at the park at Fairborn, so I just go over there, start walking. Yeah, I remember that part. That's why I don't wait. Not the part. I'm thinking the high school. Yeah, that's, I've, that's I've where I used to go. It. Get it in. Behind okay. The but yeah, man, we can get into the shit. So, the first thing first, of course, is the James Blake situation. Oh my um, gosh, bro. You know, being shot by the police seven times, basically at point blank range. Um. It's inexcusable, more bullshit. So, of course, there's been a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which led to a 17-year-old boy who ended up shooting two people yesterday. Uh, his name was Kyle Rittenhouse. He actually lives in a small town in Illinois, 30 minutes from Kenosha. So he crossed state lines with an assault rifle to attend the protest because he quote-unquote wanted to carry a gun to stop people from looting in an area that he don't even live. But apparently there's a militia out in that area called like the Boogaloo Boys or some shit like that. Essentially some racist-ass white people out there doing racist-ass white people shit um, who feel like they're like a subsection of the police and have some type of right to be wandering the street with weapons, threatening people, harassing people. So basically, he was getting chased by some people during the protest because it's alleged that he shot somebody prior to turning around and then shooting two or three more people. Um, but they were, like, chasing him, ended up getting him to the ground, and he shot three people. But you can see in the video him walking towards the police with an assault rifle, like running towards the police with an assault rifle. Um, and what the police are going to use to ignore that is the fact that they, it was reported that there were shots fired, said so they're moving past him to get to where the shooting was. But if you see a white person running in the street with a gun, once you assume that's who did with the With a report of shots fired, right? Exactly. Running towards the cops after shots fired. Well, we heard that there were shots fired, so we walked. We let him pass us as we go find where these bullets are because once we find the bullets, we could trace them to whom it might have been. But that guy, he just looked like he was just, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I'm trying to think what type of dialogue is that. But that guy, he was cool because he just had an AR. You know, he just had an assault right. rifle. Um, he didn't look like he was going to get anything crazy today. Um, so we just let him pass and we kept running through. 
Like, like, what do you, how do you, what, what type of dialect? But y'all just shot James Blake for what again? For walking to his car? I mean, what Mm. was he going to do? Did y'all think he was going to his car to get a gun to shoot at y'all? Did y'all, the whole thing about the situation is why is he being apprehended and approached because he broke a fight up between two women? Now, somehow he became the victim. He became the issue. He's walking to his car. I mean, I get it. When the police is around and some shit happened, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I want to get the fuck away from that shit, too. So it's just bullshit that he ends up getting shot. Luckily, he survived, but unfortunately, he's paralyzed. And in that case, you know, hopefully, hopefully this is one of the times where the doctors are wrong. and Someday he is able to walk again. But to shoot somebody seven times at point blank range like that is just, it's no excuse. Um, Of course, the people who shot him are on administrative leave, still getting paid, while he laid up in the hospital, racking up hospital fees and all this shit. His family got to deal with it. There's a video of his sister talking about the incident, and she said straight up, like, this is such a common thing for Black people now. She's not sad no more. She's just mad. Like, she can't even cry no more. She said she hasn't cried since it happened. You can't even look. I I mean, I'm just... I was I'm sorry. I was looking to see if there's any more updates. You you Google James Blake, you can't even see the man. You gotta put a shot and then you barely can see the man still. It's like it's almost like is Google covering it up to where we can't see too much of it? Or is it because he has he shares a name with a James Blake that's an artist? Whoever the fuck that artist is, but I mean it's just bullshit. But shout out to the NBA. Yeah. Really shout out to the uh Milwaukee Bucks boycotted the game. All the games have been postponed for today. Um, and really, this is what uh, this is what Kyrie Irving was talking about. Like, what's the point of going to the bubble if it don't really change anything? Like, yeah, we got shit on the back of our jerseys. Yeah, say Black Lives Matter on the court. But what is it really doing to protect black people? Uh-huh. And it's like dope that y'all stepped up to do that. But at the same time, it's just like, I give credit to the Bucks because the Bucks literally did not take the court for the game. The game was supposed to begin. I think the Orlando Magic were already on the court, but the Bucks just never came out. They decided to just protest the game from jump. So definitely shout out to them. Shout out to the NBA for following. But what happens? Y'all boycott, and then what? What's gonna come of the boycott? Um, I don't know. We just stuck in a situation where. There is no true resolution for shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like nothing changes about what happened. It's nothing they can do to change what happened. You just gotta thug it out, deal with it, and we just gotta hope that it's eventually there's some point in time comes where we start getting justice for this shit. They start getting tried, convicted, shit, life sentences, something, execution, something, shit. But it's going to get to the point, like, kind of how we discussed last week. Like, if you see a man beating up on a woman, how involved do you get in that situation? If I was there, God forbid, and that happened to somebody in my family, they would have had to shoot me, too. Like, it's no way. There's no way I'm going to just stand there while one of y'all just shoot somebody in my family while my nieces and nephews are in the car watching this shit happen. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all going to have to shoot me, too. Um, 
and it's uh, sadly, I'm scared kind of it's going to get to that point because eventually it's going to be like a cop kills somebody like that and people are around and watching it. It's not going to be too long before one of them fucking witnesses just shoots back at a cop or something. Like, mm-hmm. I won't be surprised the day that happens. And it's just going to be a system of, y'all allowed this shit to happen for so long, and now people feel like they got to protect themselves. Regardless of the badge or not, a cop is just another motherfucker with a gun. They right. disappointed. They disappointed the power and the ability to carry a weapon by the government. Who don't give a fuck about us anyway? So why should the fuck should we give a fuck about their rules and their quote-unquote authority? Authority that comes from us, but don't protect us. I will never understand that, but shit, I don't know, man. Have no fucking clue. You know, it just, it just sucks when you just you just keep hearing that same narrative. Um, something that that bothered me, man. So I think I I think I put in the group chat. Um, so I was I was uh all right. So. There's a white girl, right? A white lady. Who was clueless of what was going on, I guess. And said, hold on, so who got shot? Was it like a white boy? Or was it like a Black Lives Matter? And I was like, a what? I was like, what you mean? She's like, who got shot? Was it like a white guy? Or I was like, are you saying like a black guy? Like, I mean like a like a black man? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this a hashtag? You know, yeah, so like, so what, so, so when we get lives, shot, it's a Black, a Black Lives Matter lives now. Matter. Yeah. So so when a black when a black man cares about um, his family and what's going on in his community, not knowing what each day brings to us, you know what I'm saying? Day to day, we don't know what's going on. We hear something new every day. It's a breaking news. There's breaking news that, and it gets washed up in the media where you forget about it in like two three weeks sometimes. Now we start really sitting here doing something about it, and now you want to complain about. The fact that I can't even watch sports because they want to put a message out there. But you know what? It's almost like this. If you care about me and what I do for you, you should care about those black lives, too. If Look at your black. If you only got one black friend, please look at them, y'all. Pull up your Facebook. Look at your mutual one friend, right? Hey, there ain't nobody that listens to this podcast that only got one black friend. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that they want to tell people to, hey, listen, look, look at your one black friend and tell me if something were to happen to him, would you not be out there marching? Would you not at least want to take a stand or would you at least be some type of understanding of what we're going through? Because we go through too much. We've been through all this PTSD since slave days, right? Oh, you know, hey, we over that, right? We over that. We don't need to talk about slavery. Y'all good, right? We we you able to vote, right? You able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, so so what is you trying to, you know, so so how are we supposed to get over something that's been built through the system for so long and we're still backed in that corner? Like we still feel like we're getting attacked no matter what we do. We do something, it ain't right enough. We walk a certain way, mm, that limp. Why is he limping? You know, uh, I could have a bag of quarters about to go to the freaking um, laundry mat or something. I mean, what, let's think about it. And then you're going to look at that, that same pocket, right? And you're going to say, what he got in that pocket? Either you're going to think I stole something or I got some type of weapon. We could sit there and walk and you want to scoot across to the other side of the street whenever I get close. You know, it's just like, look, y'all, we are weapons. We're people, too. We got family. 
We got to see our loved ones every day. You know, this ain't nothing. We just go do a nine to five and take off our black shirt. You know, we, we can't just take off our face. You know what I'm saying? We think this is our skin. We're proud of it. You know what? But y'all make it look so bad for us now. Like you, you just, it's, it's always a something wrong when we do something. We got to walk on eggshells just to appease y'all. But y'all can sit there kicking and bullshit and we supposed to think it's funny. It's a ha-ha situation. You can burn cars at UD. We talk about this all the time, don't we? You can burn cars at UD, right? And we can't, we can't, we can't get upset. So y'all can get happy and and damage uh property, but we can't sit here and damage what y'all took from us years ago over this period of, you know, it's been a building block of time. You talking like like we are like these businesses got insurance. Let's keep it real. They don't mind if we lose. Yeah, yeah, it's trash. They're going to sit there and complain about it, but they're going to get that fat check, right? It's not like they plan to protest. They're going to get paid for everything that's damaged in that store. Mm-hmm. And, and what do we get? We get a, a another life loss. Someone's losing an uncle. Someone's losing a father. You know, and this, I don't know, man. I don't know. I ain't never, hold on. I got to chill. But you get where I'm coming. Like, it's just so frustrating. And it's just like, it just never stops. We do this every day. We go through this every single day. The everyday struggle. I know that was corny for me to say, but that's where I'll end it. It's just an everyday struggle. And we we do this every day. And we, like, I, I'm proud of all of it because we're strong. We're strong. We try to get through it day by day. Paycheck to paycheck. Whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's some bullshit per usual, but I don't know. I mean, I guess per usual, all we can do is wait and see what the fuck happened with this one. And it's it's sad because it's just like all we can do in situations like this is wait to see what happens and then hope not to be next. Like that's no, like literally the that's the only thing is hoping not to be next. Like I'm not. I, I'll be honest, man. I don't know if I said on the show or not. Um, after George Floyd, I was scared just to ride my bike in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? I may have not said that just because I didn't want to put that into the energy of the universe. But, like, I get so, you know, like, if I'm riding by myself in certain areas, man, I just I just try to keep them precautions going. I make sure I got my phone and I got my ID. So at least if anything were to happen, they at least know my name. Why do I have to sit here and premeditate everything of the just-in-case situations? Why can't we live comfortable lives? You know, why we got to struggle and why we got to be so nervous? Why I got to look like I got, why I turn my head in my own house just to make sure I'm cool and my doors is locked. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what we face all the time and people think it's just normal. That's not normal, man. That's not. Yeah, and it's just supposed to be normal for us because we black. We're supposed to to deal with it because we black. And we're probably yeah. at this point. Look, they want they they told me the other day at my own house that it was illegal not to do a census. If it was so illegal, there's <clears throat> I bet you Billy across the street didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But you telling me that it's illegal if I don't do it? Get your ass down the street. I wasn't here. I wasn't here at the girl. My my girl was here at the time and cussed them out. I wish I was here because I would have said that too. Because I already know. But yeah, man. All that census is for, I mean, I ain't, no, nah, let me not, I ain't going to talk. That's, do your research, do your research. But um, we know back in the day, that census 
was to categorize people into different races so that we can say X, Y, and Z. Man, just because they do the census don't mean... They're going to fudge them numbers and make it seem like we're the minority anyway. We, we know that if we put black and brown, it's more than just black people. Black and brown is also the Hispanics. You know, is there, you know, bro, there's, the more, people, of the, there's more of the really minority. Poor, poor people too, shit. Poor people get treated like they black. Bruh. Yeah, that's, matter of fact, my bad. So that's um, the census. Yeah, that's how they, uh, they, they would uh, create it. You could pay $5 to be, a, uh, to be Native American back in the day if you was white. They could put on the census real quick, $5. $5 Indians. You know what I'm saying? There's this there's, there's, there's history. There's there's actual factual evidence out there. Do your research. You'll see certain things in this actual documents. You can go to the Congress, right? Uh, the Library of Congress right now and see these type of documents. But they hide this type of stuff from us. They make it seem like we was just uncivilized people. We've been here. We've been settled. And then you, you stripped the other ones from us. You stripped us from the other places and brought us here, too. There's some that's been here, and there's some you stripped from here. Once upon a time, there was nomadic people that crossed the Arctic uh, or the uh, glacier. They crossed the glacier to get to the uh, to get to North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just bullshit, and uh, I don't see how America can can continue to pretend that motherfuckers not sick in the head. Motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. They can't pretend that all this shit is accidents. All this shit is on purpose. Um, it's just stupid. Uh, I'm trying to find this thing I saw today about how many people been killed by police in America this year. Um, there have been. As of August 6th, 558 civilians shot by police. 111 of them were black. Say this um, number again. Say the number again. I'm sorry. 558. Mm-hmm. Um, this is as of August. 215 white, 111 black, 71 Hispanic, 15 other, and 146 unknown. How is your race unknown? I have no clue, but uh, multi-race probably, which constitutionally, you know, if there's a little bit of black, you black. Yeah, that'd be like me know. saying I'm fifty percent white, so why am I not considered white? No, I I might be fifty percent white, but I don't get those quote unquote white privileges. privileges. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, and it's just like shout out to uh, well, not shout out to, but fuck um. Nikki Haley, the the governor from the former governor of South Carolina, who was on the Republican National Convention talking about America is not racist. Even though immediately after she said that, she said how her Indian parents were racially profiled. She told a story of how her father was found followed around a store because he was Indian. On top of the fact that she literally passes for white and changed her name to Nikki. When her name is actually fucking Nimrata. But she continues to live as a white woman. Uh-huh. So it's like, the fuck are you talking about? And I'm assuming she took her 
husband's last name because her actual name is Nimrata Nee Randhawa. But she looks like a white woman, so she acts as a white woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so she, she might she might be one of the people that fall in the unknown race. Cause like, how the fuck is your name Nikki Haley? You look white, but you actually Indian. Yeah. Um, she's yeah, a, she yeah, so, a nimrod she's a nimrod that's exactly what she is yeah fuck her fuck uh what's her name um herschel walker talking about donald trump not racist y'all think i'll be friends with donald trump if he was racist yeah shut the fuck up um uh-huh. yeah it's it's just stupid man um yeah i don't know it's like you gotta pray for america but also fuck america I wouldn't mind leaving. I also heard something about Akon trying to run for president now, too, that I didn't even want to read because I ain't got no time for the bullshit. I mean, let's just keep but, it uh, G, bro. I mean, he wasn't born in the U.S., right? Not I, I, I would feel... I would feel. Hold on, let me do the... I could have sworn he said he was from Africa, and then that's why he came back and rebuilt after he... Uh, yeah, okay, because that, that... Hey, if I'm wrong, that means y'all can... Uh, Cancel me. It said he's an American singer. Born in St. Louis. Okay, shit. Akon, my bad, bro. I thought that he was from uh that that could just be worse. People I thought that I thought he went his his people from Senegal, but my bad, Akon. I thought you was from I thought you was from Africa, man. I mean, I you're you're African heritage for sure, but yeah, my bad. Yeah, if y'all sound clip that and make cancel me, that's fine. I apologize. I mean, but you know, he out there. I mean, he out he, light, bro, he out there, in Africa. But that's the thing. I figured that he'd be president of his own city that he's creating. Or, well, president. Yeah, technically, you could be if you're creating your own city. Or, yeah, I mean, I thought could, it was like basically like his own country down there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you could fudge and become president there for sure. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I got some A-coin. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie. I bought, I some, of that, I bought some of that A-coin. You feel me? I pulled up so at his spot. So when that shit turned to the new Bitcoin, my nigga, I'm about to, I'm about to fucking buy Skype from Microsoft, you know, nigga. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. I need to see if my Bitcoin made. I put sixteen dollars on it like three, four years ago, and I don't know. I think I lost money probably. I'm gonna check Coinbase. Man, fuck all if that it shit. even log in. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think if it was anything else. Um. Any more like shit, shit before I get into the relationship topic for the week? <laughs> uh, I don't know. This nigga don't be on social media, so I can't ask him what's popping on the shade. Who me? Yeah. Oh shoot! I was telling. I showed you. Uh, uh, Drake was trolling. Uh, Joe Button. Nigga, that's from last year, boy. Oh, was it? <laughs> you think Joe Button gonna be having a fucking podcast in the middle of a pandemic? Well, I was wondering why he would have a pool party in the middle of the... I'm weak. Okay, I just seen it. I was weak as heck. Don't slander, my nigga, man. But, but come on, bro. It was still funny, though. He said he said the DJ said that it's a little crazy, and there's 67 people. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, though. That's actually pretty lit, like, for your own crib. Like, I don't want hella people. Like, I don't want just hella people at my crib. I don't even care if I have Ross crib. Like I want to know who's there, who's accounted for, and I need 
make sure, hey, I trust y'all, but y'all getting checked on the way out. Just to make sure. Like, bro, let me find out something missing. Oh, I know what the fuck else it was. It's that stupid ass chick. What's her name? Maseka, Michaela. Let me find her dumb ass. Basically, she's working on some show to where she has makeup on to look as though she's abused. But she came on the screen talking about, oh, y'all have to find me because please somebody come help me. Oh, here it is. So she played a joke. No. So you see how she's looking all beat up and abused and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's makeup because she on some movie or something. But her caption is her name is Masika Kalasia. Kalisha, I don't fucking know who this fucking idiot is. But basically, her caption is, I've been kidnapped. I'm in a warehouse somewhere. I don't know where. I'm so scared. They took all my money and they want more. Please help me. Click the link in my bio and subscribe to my OnlyFans and tip me so they'll let me go. They're coming. Basically, bro, what the hell? Trying to get in her video. She's like, please go on my OnlyFans. Tip me $100. Like, please, $100. It'll save me, blah, blah, blah. Then her dumb ass gonna come out of nowhere like, see, I only did this video because I'm doing it for a movie. I'm about to be in a show, and I'm really trying to bring attention to sex trafficking and child sex Masika trafficking who? and all this shit. Oh, who the fuck knows? She ain't nobody. But Masika basically, screens on a no Masika Kalasha, some shit. I'm spelling it wrong. I, I was just trying to read the caption, but nah, I'm good. Nigga, I read it. I know, no, I just wanted to reread it. I, I'm visual. This nigga just want to see her ass, but basically, stop. Her stop. No, her man. Ass on there talking no. About subscribe to my OnlyFans and all this shit. Mind you, she's talking about oh, it's for a show, it's for a movie. She didn't say the name of the movie. She didn't say the name of the show. All she talked about was her fucking OnlyFans. And it's just like if you're working on something that's supposed to bring attention to something that's so serious, why didn't you go out your way to fucking bring attention to the project that you're working on? It's just like this is social media i think when i first seen it somebody posted it and said social media is a disease and i'm like you know what it is a disease something wrong with her so bro it's it's a disease bro and it's an addiction people literally do anything for likes bro yeah bro people go out their way for likes like just to be just to be a person like it ain't even for like an artistic reason but just as a person you know, and I just saw someone post today talking. Uh, it was a black screen that said, um, it said Instagram is not real life. And I was like, you know what? I rock with that. I rock with that, man. It's man. not. It's what people save, bust they ass for, splurge real quick, take some dope pics. But yeah, I'm lit. Then you won't hear from it for a little minute. Then bam, another one. Bam, another one. Oh, yeah. Uh. This was us three weeks ago with another pic. Yeah, people you know what pretend saying? to be. I've seen people pretend to be married on social media. I've seen people pretend they don't have kids on social media. I've seen people pretend they do have kids on social media. Social media. See, I don't know if it's people. I've I don't know if it's social media. They have money on social media. Shit, that's their favorite thing to do. But I don't know if it's the people. <laughs> I don't know if it's social media is a problem or people are a problem. Either way. Niggas need to go pray. <laughs> That's all I can think of, honestly. Um, but to get to the topic for today, man, as far as relationships is involved, I feel like I saw this in the Black People group chat. So if I saw this in there, shout out to y'all. If not, then I'm tripping. 
But uh, we can start with this one, though. No, 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 no. I don't want to start with this one or the other one. Fuck. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to think what'll give me the best reaction from this nigga. Well, from me? Yeah. Oh, Lord. So it was a thing talking about how there's a woman who is mad. No, there's a man mad at his wife because she has a secret bank account. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I got both. Okay. You want to start with the guy or the woman? No, I mean, you already started with the woman. Let's go there. All right. So there's a woman who, a guy who's mad at his wife for having a secret savings account. So he mm-hmm. found out that his wife of four years has had a secret savings account. Um, he was going through financial documents and saw that something was wrong and he figured it out. Four years ago, she began auto depositing 10% of her income every year saying it's a completely healthy thing to do especially for women she says that she wants to be secured if something happened between them or if he started abusing her so he's mad because she's been lying the whole time she's been hiding $25,000 from him Um, he puts his money into her joint account and they agreed to merge their finances she's now saying that he can also put 10% 10 of his income every year into his own account so then he threatened to take 40% of her income. Oh, he threatened to take 40% of his income and put it in a separate account just for him. She said that's financial abuse and called him an asshole. Um, she's saying basically she put 40% of her income away and has been accruing interest. She's staying at her friend's house. Uh, wait, most of his friends. Uh, wait, she was putting 10% though, right? Ten percent a year him. for four years. Uh, oh, ten percent a year for four years. Yeah. So now he's saying, well, he's going to take forty percent of his and put it away now, like starting now, so that he can to try to catch has. up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So he's saying she's staying at a friend's house now. Most of his friends think he's in the right, but he don't know they're his friends, so they tend to agree with him regardless. He says, yeah, we're probably getting a divorce. And she says, she texts me with some uncomfortable news. She's saying she thinks our relationship can't work because she feels I'm quote-unquote abusive. I'm not going to update anymore. So who's in the wrong, him or her? Her. Why? Because, you know, like, like you, you got to be open about that type of stuff. And then the fact that, hey, now that he, cause, okay, because what it's looking like is you knew from when y'all got married four years ago, because this account happened four years ago. You could have easily just said, hey, I'm, I got, I want to push something to the side or whatever. Cool. I ain't one to like get, you know, strict, you know, not strict, but I'm not the one to get all, you know, like my relationship's not about money, but, you know, in a, in a, in a marriage and a partner, you know, like y'all partners at the day, at the end of the day. If you telling me you started, the account four years ago and we was married four years ago you're pretty much saying i'm not sure this was going to work the whole time you need to have more conversation you should have had marriage counseling you should have waited a couple years vibe out with the person get the vibes know the pattern see what he or she does um you know what i'm saying so that you can kind of get comfortable and be like man you know i think that we could do this let's go ahead and do this that's people getting too quick into a situation, and now it becomes a sticky situation. Like, 
So now you you got all this money to the side. Mind you, you got a joint. You you convinced him to have a joint account with you. Y'all got one, right? So not only do y'all have a joint account and you have a and she has a second account, but she has a, her own account and she's also spending the joint account money. It ain't just bills coming out there. She wants something. She want to go to the store. Hey, honey, can I get this, that, and that? That's coming out that account. That ain't coming out the ten percent account. So you got twenty five k now sitting here after four years. You you don't need that much money to fit. You know, it's like yeah, that's dope. But I mean, and then but but what what ties the the knot on the bow is this, right? You get mad at him. For catching up, y'all got a joint account. That means y'all probably well off on money. Like y'all probably pretty good, especially if he's considering taking forty percent and pulling it to the side. So now you sitting at your friend's house. You probably already plotted the fact that I'm only here for a little bit. I don't know that. I don't know if he rich or she rich. What the case may be, but now you got twenty five thousand to the side. Y'all gonna have a divorce. If if you're trying if she's trying to do that because now quote unquote I don't think it's gonna work because now her and finances is what's the issue, right? He can't he can't yeah. put some money to the side to catch up to her after four years of you putting ten percent of your whole annual uh, earnings to the side. You know, like like people just so 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 now it's an issue that he's trying to catch up with what you got so that now so then eventually he can do 10 percent. you have your 10 percent, and 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 y'all have money to the side or whatever like it, it looks like an escape route and it also looks like hmm now that he's on to me now that he knows i got 25k to the side after finding all this out about me i'm gonna leave him she wants to leave not because of him she wants to leave because she knows she in the wrong and she got caught and she going to try to find a way to just say, hey, I just don't think it's going to work out. When we already truly knew that you was out here doing stuff finessing on the side now. I don't know the yeah, details of the relationship. Thing. It's a deception thing. Because it's like, if y'all were having the conversation up front about y'all finances. It would finances, be no problem. Finding y'all finances. It's not that. It's just y'all obviously had the conversation to decide to move to a joint account. So why not in that conversation, would you just say, Okay, I'm gonna put 90% in there because I do want to have a rainy day fund. I want to have X, Y, and Z put to the side just in an event. Who knows what could happen? You know what I'm saying? She could have even lied and maybe, said, oh, I She could have said, Maybe away. I just want to throw money to the side. For... Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. she could have lied and said, I want, I just want to put money away in case you know we go on a vacation. I want to put money or, away just or for the upgrade for the ring or whatever. The, yeah, the new addition, it could have been anything like, but to say I'm gonna put money to the side in case things don't work out or in case you start abusing me. It's like, why would you marry somebody you think is going to abuse you? Yeah, that means you just... Yeah, they, I want to know. There, there's more to the case I need to know. Cause I mean, I'd have to spend a whole four years and understand the prior twos as well. I'm not saying that I'd be the, the expert in knowing what the case may be, but there's something in there that smells like a fishy situation. I just feel like if the conversation opened up, that was time to put everything on the table. Like... I saw in the comments some people were like, well, women should do that. They should protect their money. No, because nine times out of ten, and listen to what I'm saying before y'all say some dumb shit. Mm. Nine times out of ten, a man is going to have to pay some type of alimony or money toward to a woman after a divorce. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Nine times out of ten, ten, women leave women leave marriages better off than men do. Um, I've seen people saying that. I've seen people saying all women should do it, and she can't be mad at her because she decided to do that. Like, you know, why why should she have to tell him she was doing that? She should have been doing that too. No, when the conversation opened up, that was your time to state the the you know the rules of what was going on if you would have said from the jump i'm gonna put 10 percent onto the side you should put 10 percent to the side as well that could be our extra that could be whatever you could have called it whatever you want but don't tell me no bullshit like that uh-huh. on top of the fact that like you know that's almost like if they got in a relationship it's almost like we're open relationships with people who are like polygamous and stuff you know a lot of people i couldn't be polygamous because i would not be comfortable if even if my woman gave me, you know what, I want you to have sex with other people or have I want our relationship to be open so you can do X, Y, and Z with other people, I wouldn't be comfortable with it because I wouldn't be comfortable with her doing the same. So I wouldn't agree to it. Now yeah. that's different from she saying, Oh, yeah, you could do whatever you want. And then the conversation stopped, and then I found out that she liked that girl off of no jumper talking about she had sex with seven niggas off a basketball team. Like no, we didn't discuss this. You know what I'm saying? Like we the the conversation when that was being had, everything should be brought to the table. And yeah. it's just like it just seemed like a deception thing to me. Like I don't understand. Um, I don't get it. But then I have another one. This one, these are both from Reddit. I'll be stealing them off of Google and shit. <laughs> this is from there. So the caption is I recently found out my fiance is rich. Oh, shit. I've recently found out my fiance is rich, rich. As the title suggests, I found out that my fiance is wealthy, and I mean ridiculously so. He proposed to me, and then a few days ago, he started talking about prenups. And I laughed at that saying, broke people don't have prenups. And he was like, who said I was broke? Yeah. Which, led to him, which led to him explaining to me that he was comfortable. The problem isn't that he comes from money, has money. It's that I'm angry that I never knew, and at that, he could have helped us pay for our dog's surgery by paying for it, but no, I had to sell the only thing I had in my life in order to finance our dog medical bills. I've literally been providing for us because... I've literally been providing for us because he's an aspiring writer, and I wanted to help him in his dreams. I pay all the bills and provide for us both. I don't get why he hit it. Like... I get him not telling someone they're wealthy after the first couple of dates or months, but you think after four years we've been together and supporting him that I would have known. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not angry for selfish or materialistic reasons. I grew up poor and I'm now part of the working poor, so my view on money and wealth might be skewed. I felt like he used me this whole time and that I had to work crazy hours and work a second job occasionally to support us when he easily could have taken care of both of us or even just pay his share. Uh, for those asking, he has full access to his inheritance. He always had access to it. Then it came out that he, uh, he let her sell her dead mother's violin to get the money for the surgery. And his, and she said, well, why did you let me sell the violin? He said, because I didn't think you were actually going to do it. And he said, by the time he looked up, you already had sold it. So. Okay. So. <laughs> like. In this situation, who's wrong? <laughs> he, he's wrong. He's wrong, bro. Yeah, bro 
Right. Yeah, he tripping. And my thing is this though, even if you said like you knew that like she would have been like, yeah, babe, I sold my dead mother's violin, and he'd be like, no, don't sell it, don't worry about that. Or or if anything, bro, you should have just bought it off the little uh out the pawn shop or something. Yeah, you should have just bought it uh as as Craig from Craigslist or something and just hide it for a couple years and give it back as an anniversary present. Babe, this is your mother's. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like but nah, he bullshit and then, and then the fact that so I at first I thought that it was like I wasn't sure of the timeline until she told me the four years and all that type stuff and, and what she yeah. did to provide. And he didn't do nothing. Oh, he just been living on Easy Street, stacking up dough, letting his girl do all the work. Now, I just don't know. Like, <laughs> I think that is the most. And in, in, <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but y'all gotta know what I mean when I say this, because I ain't saying it for real. I'm saying like, if they made a movie about that. This is probably the most play shit I've ever seen, bro. He eating comfortably, bro. He chilling, being this creative, right? You know, do whatever. And uh, she out working two jobs, hustling yeah. to sell, to get her dog surgery done, and he get to oh, chill and, and ask for bacon, baconator. It was his dog. Oh, he a real. <laughs> Brad, if this ain't the most frugal nigga I know, <laughs> like I get it. I would, I would be the same way. Like if, you know, something happened, I was like in my grandpa's basement, uh, because like my dad lives in the house that his parents lived in. They both passed away. But if I was like in his basement and I found like a fucking treasure chest in that bitch that had my name on it, that it's like a hundred thousand dollars, and he like here, Ishmael, take this. I would live as though I don't have the money. Exactly. You should. You should. Money, but when I need the money, I'm gonna use it. You know what I'm right. saying? If I need it, if my car break down tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, "Well, I got this thousand dollars. Let me go buy a new engine." Or, "Well, I got this thousand dollars. Or this hundred thousand dollars. Let me go do whatever." You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna just, you know, I'm not gonna live outside of my means. But at the same time, I'm gonna use my, money as a resource. And mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to relationships. Money is often looked at as I don't even know. It's looked at as like a play thing. It's like when it's almost like sometimes when it comes to a relationship, money goes from the real dollars and bills that we use every day to people treated like monopoly money. Uh-huh. It's buy me this. Can you get me that? Can you do X, Y, and Z? And it's just like uh-huh. a materialistic culture of America. Like I brought it up before. Yeah. Like it's only a tradition in america to wear an engagement ring because of france i believe i think people started wearing engagement rings in france or something like that and it became a tradition in america um it's just like money becomes just just i don't even know it just becomes like more of an issue than a resource when it comes to relationship and i think it's all because of lack of communication both for lacks of communications all she had to do when they were having the discussion about joining their finances was I'm going to commit 90% to a joint account that we're going to use for bills, X, Y, Z, this, this, and that. And I'm going to put 10% to the side as my own personal savings so that I can use on, oh, if my car breaks down or if I want to buy you gifts or I want to 
Or if we have kids someday, you know what I'm saying? That would have been a perfect uh-huh. bitch. Uh-huh. The other guy, nigga, your dog need a surgery. You let her go out the way and pay for it. When all you had to do, even if you didn't want to tell her you got the money, even if you wanted to wait the four years to tell her, when she was about to sell her dead mother's shit, her prized possession, that would have been the time to be like, you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about why you don't, why you don't got to do that, babe. Let me tell you about this ten million dollars I just got because or or why why did you just say I just took a loan from the bank? Like, like you gonna okay. lie? They cover up the money. Hit the lotto, or something. Shit, man. I done. I done got the pick three and got seven hundred, and I just paid the rest of it cash. Right. <laughs> I'm saying like I did. I got five hundred on the scratch off today, babe. What the just, hell? It's just important to be. You know, the thing about the new millennium that is the two thousands. You know. We live more with our eyes than we do with our brain. It's about everything we see controls everything we do instead of thinking. But like we're overexposed to stuff. We're oversold yeah. things through to, through ads. Um, social media is flooded with ads. We follow and people follow and idolize celebrities who are walking ads for Gucci, Prada, Louis. They get paid Rome, to wear this. AP, you know what I'm saying? Like we we're constantly overloaded with the idea of buying things to where we don't look at money as the resource it is. Like somehow, to this day, I still don't know. Somehow I've been able to save more money during the quarantine than I ever have ever in my life. Like <laughs> we ain't you know, out here trying to we ain't like to the with... point where I've been working a part-time job only during quarantine. Yeah, I do photography and stuff on the side, but I've been living comfortably now I do live at home now, my mom. But of course, I'm not gonna live here for free. I pay bills here. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I I get uh, it. So it's kind of like, and I'm probably in the best position now, financially than I've been ever. So it's just like you know, when I do get a full time job and I'm keeping my part time, if I can afford to live just off my part time job, and can put the other money away, which is like my goal then I'm going to do that and just continue to stack. Like it's really changed my mentality. But for some people who were getting that $600 a week and these people who fraudulated that $10,000 small business loan, you know, (laughs) they are living these lives. They can't upkeep. Uh, Now, some of y'all going to go to jail next year. You going to jail now? Yeah. Some of y'all going to go to jail. Some of y'all taxes are going to be outrageous. But at the same time, you know, y'all just got to do what y'all can, figure it out. But, you know, money is a resource, man. We shouldn't be controlled by money. We shouldn't do things because of money. You shouldn't do things for money. Um, I don't know. But I don't have the lifestyle that requires so much money to be happy as well. So I don't know, man, but. Just just like with anything else in relationships, man, money and relationships comes down to conversation. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You got anything else to hit on that, man? Before we hop into the playlist? Nah, bro. Just <laughs> I bro. I'm speechless, bro. I'm speechless, bro. I'll, I'll never get speechless on certain things, man. Bruh, so <laughs> the craziest thing happened this weekend, last weekend. This past weekend, 
So Sunday morning, I'm chopping it up with my brother, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. bruh, did you know blah, 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 was out at Dave Chappelle's house this weekend? Bruh, wouldn't it just be so dope for an opportunity to come? Okay, bruh, I kid you not, bro. Oh, no, this Saturday. This Saturday. We talking about what happened Friday. I kid you. What? Hold on. No. Yes, we talked about it Sunday. Yep, Sunday. We talked about it Sunday. Bruh. Monday, I wake up. I roll out of bed. About to go to work. And I'm like, hold on. This look familiar. Uh, e post E man posted a photo, a, a picture, bro. And I'm like, that looks familiar. I feel like I've seen that, Bruh, This dude E, bro, got an invite to pull up to the kick it session, bro. He had, bro. It's crazy, cause like. I, I don't want to even get into details, bro. Just know you can see the performance on E-Man Jones' Instagram and Facebook page. Um, we got to get him on the show because I need to hear this, bro. Because I, I, I literally told this dude, I think pretty much every day since I found out, I told him, bro, I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, that's I started light with that. Then I said, bro, I swear when I see you next, you're getting two rib shots. And I'm still going to kick your ass after that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just because I was like, man, what the but then he told me the details on on what what went down and how bro. I just want to say that was a dope opportunity, it was a blessing. Um, I don't know, man. I've seen Dave five times, five times, maybe a little more than that. But I always respect the space because I understand, you know, like I mean, bro, this is the only person, celebrity. For sure. But this is the only human being I know that I every time I walk past, I get a little starstruck, bro. Cause I just understand how he is. This is the same kid when I was or this is the same dude that when I was a kid, I used to sneak and watch Chappelle's show on Comedy Central at what? Probably what it was it 10 30, maybe? It was like 9 30 or 10 30. I watched Chappelle's show. And I I'm telling you, I ain't missed a stand-up comedy that I that I ain't never watched. You know what I'm saying? Killing Me Softly, still one of my favorite classics. Uh, all right, let me quit gassing. And, all right, but long story short, man, thank you for everything Chappelle, Mr. Chappelle's done for Dayton, Ohio, from last year, literally like a year and a couple days ago, when he brought everybody out after the storm we faced. And when I say a storm, I mean we had the tornadoes. We talked about this on the podcast. We had the tornadoes. We had the mass shooting. We had the KKK out here in Dayton. And now, fast forward to this year, the amount of A-list celebs that's pulled up, the amount of A-list high-profile people that's pulled up to Ohio, it's just incredible. And for the reason why, just to show that Ohio really has something to offer to people than just a place to drive through to get to the next state. You know, Ohio's been dope. We've been funky, literally. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there, there's a reason 
Dave Chappelle calls Ohio home, and I just love everybody that's coming here and feeling home out here. And uh, shoot, and I just appreciate the opportunities he's bringing to the city, um, and also offering, you know, offering an opportunity for my little brother to pull. Or let me, okay, he don't like it when I say little brother, but for my brother who's little, younger and short, um, I'm, I'm childish, man. That opportunity, man, it's just dope, man. And it was it was it was other people too that got a dope little invite. So I mean, I'm just saying it's just super dope, man. Just the universe is dope, man. When you when you just positive positive things happen, or optimistic optimistic things happen, that's why me and Ish are gonna meet Angela Yee. I'm putting it in the universe, bro. I'm putting put in the universe. We're gonna meet. We're gonna meet the Breakfast Club, and we're gonna congratulate them as they receive their award. Even if it's just virtually for now, and then later we get to congratulate oh, them no, in person. I, I, I thought we talked about it when uh. It's virtual, right? Yeah, but I thought we talked about it. But I'm definitely gonna try to go. Ah, uh, oh, shoot! Nah, I ain't here. Year. What's up? It's next year when they're doing it. Yeah, when they do it. Oh, that's dope. Shoot, let's plug in and find, or not plug in. Let's uh, let's start brainstorming that. See what we can do to pull up. Yeah, I'm on. I'm definitely gonna try to go to that Radio Hall of Fame joints next year when they do it. But yeah, uh, remember like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Yeah, yeah. At my little podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit us in the email, my little podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we should have some more interviews coming up soon, man. Yeah, uh, shout out K motherfucking goddess in the building. She pulled uh, up. Shout out, um, yeah, shout out to K goddess for sure. But yeah, but we got missing a playlist, man. What you got for your rap picks? My little rap playlist, my little RB playlist. What you got for rap? Let's see, my little rap picks this time. So, uh, my first one's gonna be fire, uh, uh, on fire by lloyd banks had to go back into the vault for that one um my new school bro i'm going with idk bro i don't know idk featuring juicy j square up that's my rap I'm going with i actually was going to go with that uh that nipsey big sean joint ah that was fire i might just well it was, it was good it was good it was good it was good I might just throw it on there anyway, but my old school pick is Get Down by Nas, and my new school pick is Two Mensa. I mean, Two Honest, Vic Mensa and St. John. I knew you uh, were about to say Vic Then I got a, for R&B, I got Borderline by Brandy, and Before You Walk Out of My Life with Monica. I'm looking forward to that versus, man. That's about to be crazy. It's going down. It's, I already know it's going to be good because they arguing over which whose name go first on the flyer and shit. Bro, I was walking through Meyer last night, and I saw a National Enquirer that said, what really happened to Brandy? I said, wow. Versus is so big that the Enquirer is bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> they said, what really happened to Brandy? Like, come on, man. She really just, yeah. It, it's, it's Man, she been dope. Um, unfortunate what happened, but she's, she's stronger. She's wiser. Um, and hopefully, you know, she grieved that all out over the time and the family as well. Um, my old school R&B is Baby Be Mine, Michael Jackson off the Thriller. 
My new school. Man, I've been a fan of this woman's work since, shoot, since her and I, we both graduated 09 together. Um, she went to Stivers. I went to Triwood. But I always heard her voice and was like, bro, she's dope, man. Shout out, Shanae. She just dropped a new project. Shanae, S-C-H-E-N-A-Y. Um, and she got a track with my brother E-Man, Met at the Wrong Time, featuring E-Man Jones. Shanae featuring E-Man Jones, Met at the Wrong Time. It's a dope track, man. And this is, she, she, she a dope vocalist, man. If y'all do y'all research on her, she on the big things, man. She, 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 the universe is aligned for her favor. Uh, you want to shout out the show or no? Oh, um, yeah, we can shout that out. Yeah, we sure can. Hey, um, big shout out, man. We got a, uh, nah, 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 nah. Wait, yeah, I think he posted, yeah, he posted it. Okay, cool. So, uh, Easy 92. E-Man Jones is, uh, putting out the Easy 92 album release party August 30th, 7 p.m. this Sunday. Um, it's limited capacity due to COVID, 15 people max, um, and it's $15 to attend or reserve a spot. You can cash app um, at dollar sign E-Man Jones and put your name down for a placement um, or uh, Venmo at Dakona, D-A-K-O-N-A, um, 7811 North Dixie Drive, Dayton, Ohio, 45412, Raise the Bar Sound and Management Studios. All right. Um, that also comes with, uh, for the people that are able to come, which is 15 people max, um, <laughs> um, and that also comes with a digital stream. Um, it's, I'm pretty sure by the time you hear this, I'm pretty sure like right now as we're talking, it's already done. Yeah. I, I think he sent that out and it's already booked, but the plan, um, there's other plans to where. Um, you won't miss out and you may still be able to see it on live time. So, um, definitely be on the lookout, um, send the money. And if you don't, you know, if you don't get the, uh, the seating in there, you know, he's just going to push it right back to you and say, Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate the support, blah, blah, blah. Or, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's good things coming, man. Wow, man. His first major release with rock nation. Or his first his first release with the new leaf that's been turned with Rock Nation with Rock Nation. Nah, facts. But yeah, man, if y'all pull up, we we'll see y'all there Sunday. Um, yeah, you might you might hear me. You might not. You might hear me two times. You might not. I don't know. Y'all talk about it. Perfect too, and I'm getting my hair braided Friday's lit. Shit. Shit. Me too. Shit. <laughs> shit. Fuck it. But yeah, man. At I am underscore the ish at Wall Street KB at my little podcast. Hit us in the email at my little podcast at gmail.com. Uh, like, subscribe, share, rate, review, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Creators create, make today your day, and we'll see y'all niggas next week. Yeah.